From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. We're on 1 o'clock on uh, Saturday afternoon every weekend just for you uh, and for the folks that come in. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. How you doing, Holly? Hey. Happy Everything. Saturday. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Well, they're giving up their sunny Saturday. I know. This is the first Saturday I've been on that has not rained in a while. It's really? coming. Yeah. Yeah, the weather's it's supposed to rain this evening. So we're in for a beautiful next week. It's going to be, I think, highs of late 70s, early 80s, and no lows kidding. of 50s, a lot of rain. It should be a beautiful week this next week. Oh, great. <laughs> I don't have to water my plants. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I'll get rain tonight? Okay. I think so. Oh, the radio guys should know what the weather is, but I, I haven't paid attention. I've paid attention to making your home great. Now, Brock, were you here last week? I was not. I think it's been a few weeks since I've been here. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you... Took well, a little sabbatical, spent time with family, so it yes. was nice. I I did also... Uh, to Up the, in New York, to, right? To the consternation of my family, they were very upset about this. <laughs> that I, I said, no, I just want to... I want to retire from teaching and spend more time with my family they're like no 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 get something else to do so we do the radio show holly how are things in the roof works world they're good busy but great we just celebrated derwin's birthday last week brock asked me how old he was i said 40 he, 40. Turns, he turns 40 every year oh it's a good age so, if you uh if you see derwin manis this week wish him a happy birthday but speak up just <laughs> speak up a little bit yeah Durant. hard of hearing at Durant. 40 happy. <laughs> happy birthday you know roofworks just expanded their their storage ability over there we My, did. what did you do yes we're excited we got the back um warehouse that is by the railroad tracks yeah so we took over that lease it was something that we've been wanting and it, wow. it all came to fruition and we're very very excited about that people should understand that roofworks and and uh, the burke brothers hardware are are in a thin strip of land with railroad tracks on one side and which road is it hillsborough it's hillsborough mm-hmm. hillsborough yes. on the other side yep you're and you're you know i would have preferred that you had much more land to stretch into but you got a great location we do and we've made it work i mean like i said we're taking our um we have a full metal shop and yeah. brock came over to see it last week and we're moving that to the back so that we can hopefully expand some office space they've got such a beautiful location i was surprised when i walked in i mean i've heard holly talk about how she really took it under her wing when they were doing the design on the inside of the building and everything but i underestimated it it was a it's very nice yeah that was my favorite renovation project i've ever done (laughs) well you know it, it is beautiful you you should be doing the sort of renovations on people's houses yeah. you know what i mean they've, they've got well it's a beautiful place but why do you you're a roofing company why do you have a a showroom because we need to have all the products in there so that we can have homeowners come and business owners come and be able to educate them and explain to them all the different options don't you have brochures we do but it's not the same i mean you need to get in front of it and see the colors look feel touch that's that's very important it's like me when i'm shopping for clothes 
I, I don't know how my wife does it. She's able to order a shirt or a pair of pants off the internet, and I'm like, I can't. I, I got to put it on. I got to make sure I look good in it before yeah. I spend that money. Yeah, it's, especially. I'm going to put hands on. Yeah. You're cheap, is what you're saying. I am cheap. <laughs> yeah, cheap. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Well, no, if somebody's spending money to get their roof taken care of, or if the you know you're going to live with it for the next 25 years or more. Exactly. You want to make sure you right, make the right decision. Yeah, it's not a pair of jeans that you'll have for a couple of years. I mean, you're talking about a roof replacement that protects everything in your home. You need to have somewhere to go that you can sit down and look at all your options. And you can, you know, you can return a pair of jeans if it doesn't fit very well. You're, <laughs> it's going to be kind of hard to call the roofing company and return your shingles after it's installed because you don't like the way it looks. So you want to make sure you... Yeah. You, you get exactly what you're looking for before they start that install. And a lot of it is people don't even know that you have all those options because right. there's not really any place to go besides distribution where you can look at all the different products. So that's why we wanted it because th the consumers need places like that to go to. They have yeah. tons of lighting stores and, you know, kitchen stores. But what yeah. about roofing? Yeah. Uh, you know, I never understood that. The most common roof out there is the, the color. It's typically like a weatherwood, which is the most common. Okay, you drive down the street, pretty much most of the houses on the street are weatherwood. Picture if every guy walked in wearing the same shirt. Yeah. If 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 you want to branch out and wear your own type of clothes, be different. Do the same thing with your shingles. It makes the house absolutely pop if you're able to tie it in with the existing color that you already have the brick the fascia the trim on the house right. make it stand out from the rest as long as your hoa will allow it yeah, yeah and it's just coming at it from a design angle and that's that's what i that's that edge that i bring because i'm so passionate about design and colors and styles and all those different things so i heard you got a promotion yeah i mean i'm like i've said before i'm not a big title person but it's important as we grow i'm very excited for carrie because carrie has moved up into my operations role, and I've moved up into um, VP role. So VP, I know that's like I said. I'm not like for me a title. I do anything and everything oh everybody gosh. needs. So she's the Veep. She's the Veep. <laughs> she is the vice president of what? Do you have a anything beyond that? Vice president of Roofworks. Roofworks. Well. Roof okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't get you, any more I'm fancy just basically than that. ask me and i'll get it done that's that's really what my <laughs> role is all right we've got the vice president of getting things done at roofworks <laughs> holly bowers on the radio show you can call us up we will take your phone calls 860-9783-919-860-9783 i had a conversation with my brother this week now he's in a different climate uh he's got a different situation he is replacing his roof he mm -hmm. is nowhere near you i can't have you come get him where is I can't. he at he's in new york state okay syracuse new york never never get to you here's the conversation i had with him he wants to put up a metal roof his plan is a, he's a DIY guy, but he's you know he's a construction fella. He's going to do it himself with a, with another guy who's more experienced, and they're going to put it right over the roof, mm. right over the asphalt. Please talk talk to him. His name is Rich. Okay. He's not on the phone, but we'll play this for him later. 
I mean, honestly, if he doesn't want to do the tear off part, it'd be worth him hiring someone to come tear it off before he before he does that. And also make sure he puts snow guards on because up there you get tons of snow. He needs snow guards. Snow guards. What do they look so, like? Snow guards go at the eave line right, right. on the roof, and it basically just keeps that ice damming and snow damming because what happens, especially up there where you get all the snow, it starts melting, and then it starts coming down in piles. Right. And when you've got icicles falling off the roof, it could really kill someone. Especially a metal roof. Yes. Metal roof, it's, it's not going to bond the way it would on an asphalt. So when it comes down, it comes down in massive sections of snow and ice. Right. And it can it obviously be dangerous. Yeah, Big, big sure. rectangular section all sliding at once. Right. Now he's going for, I asked him specifically, will you be able to see the fasteners? He says yes. Oh, the other one said that's way... Way too much for me. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I would say up there, no, just because of all the snow, it's going to, I mean, he's they're going to rust, rust a lot That's faster, right. too. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Just well, tell him to keep doing some research on that. I, it's all right. He, you know, sometimes they talk about things for six, eight, ten months. There's time to <laughs> time to straighten him out. Time my, to straighten him my out. My wife would agree with that. She'll, she'll ask me to do something. Oh, I'll get right on it. Get three, right. three days later, she's like, hey. What's going on with that thing you said you were going to do? Oh, right, 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 right. Just, just tell her you're fixing. I'm, I'm fixing to do it. You're fixing to do it, and that <laughs> that covers you. You know. Uh, telephone number nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We're talking with Holly Bowers of Roofworks. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers is in our second hour of the show. Brock, how are things at uh, Triangle Radiant Barrier? Starting to kick off. You know, uh, when the weather's really nice like this, we kind of have a, a lull, a calm period. Yes. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago when it started getting warmer, um, the smells are coming back into people's houses. So yes. we're getting a lot of re- uh, customers calling out right now, not only wondering about insulation for the summer, but also now complaining about musty smells in the house and, and wanting us to go in and do mold remediation. I have a relatively new house and I've noticed something when I come in. Now, it's not strong. And I only assumed it was the dogs. And I guess my wife has assumed it was me. <laughs> and, you know, when we came in, we're like, God, it doesn't, it doesn't smell fresh. People underestimate how quickly it happens. Yeah. Um, I, I work with several builders that will bring us out to do heavy mold remediation in crawl spaces of houses they are currently building building wow you know they left the wood outside they didn't cover it with tarps they got rained on then they framed the house yeah well unfortunately that moisture never got out of the wood so you can start getting mold very very quickly and uh, these builders will bring us in to do heavy mold remediation before they even put the house up for sale now it's not that the house was built incorrectly it was just the fact that the wood was left outside during a couple of storms before yeah. they got the, the subfloor framed in. Yeah. So mold can grow very quickly. Even even homes that are a year, two year, three years old, we've gone down into those crawl, spouse, uh, crawl spaces and found a lot of different types of mold growth and fungal bacterial growth. And so, it's not always the black mold that's the worst part of the whole thing. I mean, that is the worst of your mold types it is um no black mold is not very common uh typically we run into black mold in crawl spaces that are very tight 
uh, if you're laying on your stomach having to crawl through the house, the closer the subfloor is to the dirt, really, the, the heavier the moisture content. Um, normally, we don't run into black mold unless it's those or in the event the customer had a, an interior water leak that soaked through the subfloor down into the crawl space. Right. There's a water source that can obviously cause black mold. Most common is white mold. And white mold is what you guys are smelling. That's musty. That's that musty smell. You're not going to smell black mold. You uncover black oh, mold. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, I still think we're smelling the dogs, but that's. There's a good possibility. As a good. It was a few weeks ago. You were going to come up with a musty cologne and, <laughs> and start competing with me yes. with your own. Uh, Yes, we'll call I was going to form Elon Musk, <laughs> Elon Musk, and I would spray it on myself and, and then walk into the customer's home. They'd say, wow, I smell that powerful mold smell. That's right. That's exactly what would happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a business option, um, but I'm afraid of heights, so Holly will never, I'll never compete where the roof works. <laughs> Got a question about roofing? You got a question about mold remediation or crawl spaces? Brock is here. Holly's here. This is making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. We're on the air to help you with your home issues or problems. Our number is 919-860-9783. Call us up, and uh, Brock Emmons or Holly Bowers from RoofWorks will be happy to talk to you about, about things. Now, Holly, I would think in the heat of North Carolina summers, a black roof would be absolutely the worst possible <laughs> option. Am I right on this? I mean, dark roofs, yeah, they they get hot. And they that's do. That's for sure, yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad for, you know, aesthetic standpoint, but they definitely have colors that are more solar reflective. Okay. But sometimes those colors don't appeal as much, so it really depends on what the consumer wants. And is it still, you know, I I relate them to the little cookies, non-pareils. Your roof shingles have got little pebbles on them. I'm sure they have a technical term. Granules. Yes. Granules. All right. And the granules do some sort of job. When they start to run off your roof, is that when your roof is wearing out? Well, you're going to get a little bit from the new shingle itself, but then at the end of its life, yes, if you're starting to see a lot of granules coming in the gutters, coming down the downspouts, all over your driveway, that's when you know it's time for a new roof. That's a great indication that in the shingles curling. It's like a protective coating on the shingle. Over time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to wear off. And when it wears off, that's when you want to get that, that stuff replaced before you develop new issues, leaks. And, you know, that gets very expensive. Right. You know, we had a, uh, unfortunately, we actually have a radio. We, we installed a couple of radio listeners this last week. Yeah. And unfortunately, in one of those installs, one of my guys had a, had a step through. And, and those uh, this was an attic install, so we were installing Radiant Barrier in this customer's oh, attic yeah. space. Oh, no. And there was a misstep, and he put a toe through the drywall, unfortunately, and, you know, had to have my guy go out and get that patch. Well, when you are when you got a roof leak or, or a, you know, you step through the drywall, it's not yeah. just putting up a new piece of drywall. It's the drywall tape bed 
texture paint yes can get yes. very expensive and if there's a roof leak now you're probably replacing wet and damaged insulation in the attic as well so you want to get that stuff corrected before you start inheriting all these these new problems that come with that see this is my brother's situation he's he's just gonna put the metal roof on top of what he's got and i said richie you sure that the the wood underneath is good he says oh yeah i walked it <laughs> no your guys would do more than that, wouldn't you? It's the problem that he's going to have is if he has an issue when you have a double layer like that, it's yes. very difficult to find those problems down the road. So he has to think long term as far as taking the panels off, right. getting the existing shingle system off that's underneath the panels, and then trying to find that leak. It's it's just going to be a major headache. And that's a lot of extra weight, isn't yeah. it? I well, mean, I, I mean, would... metal is not quite as heavy, but it's still it's just not good practice. It's really not. I mean, just get that roof tore off, make sure all the roof deck is sound, and then put the roof system on a, a clean roof deck that you know is good. And a tear-off isn't really that expensive. And I mean, that's not the expensive part of a roofing job is tearing right. the roof it's off. It's not at all. And he needs to have the right underlayment system. Right. Because with metal, you need a high-temp underlayment system. And right. So there's just a lot of things that he needs to think about. Exposed fasteners, I I wouldn't recommend that up there just because there is so much snow. I mean, majority yeah. Yeah. part of the year. It's a lot of moisture just sitting on those exposed fasteners. It's going to rust them out. There wasn't snow this week, but there was last week. So, yeah. I, I mean, I'm kidding. I know. <laughs> it was a beautiful time it's last beautiful week up in New York, I'm sure. Beautiful time. Now, is he trying to save money and by doing I it think himself, he's trying to or? save trouble. And, and, and like well, that's not going to work. Cause then. more trouble. That's, yeah, that's going to cause more trouble. Sounds like we need to bring your brother on the show and critique him here. <laughs> oh, can, he would be a good guest. I think so. The yes. the only thing is we get we have a dump button in the other room, which if I were to say an off color word, I would they would push that dump button. <laughs> We would have to keep a finger on the dump button. And, I mean, just, putting metal panels on, especially, that's dangerous stuff. I mean, does he want to get up on those panels and do that? Yes. Yes, he does. Huh. He's a daredevil. He does because he's going to save him some money huh. is what he's going to do. But that's my brother. You know, um, he we don't have another brother who's not afraid of heights. So he has to bring so in another guy. <laughs> to bring in another guy. Well, let us know how that project goes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'll I'm gonna curious. let him know that I I've asked about him and play him this show and tell him no. <laughs> um, what about insurance um, work? Is that a large part of any roofing company's job? You know, I don't know. Everybody has a different model. Yeah. That's that's the situation with that. So um, the hailstorm, I've been talking to quite a few people about that big hailstorm we had in Fuquay, and all they keep saying is literally, like, every single day we get hundreds of knocks on our door. Uh, These people won't leave us alone. And so I don't know. That's just not our practice. But we will certainly right. help anyone that has legitimate storm damage. We just always say buyer beware. When did that happen? Um, two weeks ago, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Two, three I mean, weeks it was ago. a good amount of size hail, so I'm sure there's some damage. But it's between P and, and quarter, I think, from the the news that I was I was picking up. Yeah, I mean, they, they're probably just following the hail reports and working their way around the country. That's yeah, what I hate do. to I hate to to tell people the bad news at this point, but 
those knocks are going to continue for a while because as soon as the first contractors start tearing off roofs. That's right. That's what happens. It, it, there, there are going to be other people going around. Oh, this is a neighborhood that got hit. So there are uh, there are tricks for those those homeowners out there, and I only learned about this trick when I was doing roofing in Texas. We get a lot of hailstorms in Texas. Yes, and it's so often that customers would actually have signs in their yard that says, "No, I don't want a new roof." <laughs> Very smart. And it would it would literally run off about eighty percent of the door knockers. Now there's still that twenty percent that are going <laughs> to knock anyway, just to see if there's a, a a way to get you to have them do the work, but. It's not a bad idea. Just go down and get you a little sign that says, please don't knock. I don't want a new roof. And put that right in front of your door, and that'll probably run off most of them. During that period of time, we Isn't put a no soliciting. Isn't it sad that they have to do that? It is yeah. sad that they have to it do really that. It really is. Yes. I mean, it's like... I mean, I personally went into neighborhoods. Uh, now, we were local, right? So when there was a hailstorm, we would we would put flyers out in areas, but we wouldn't knock. Right. And I would see those signs in, in everybody's yard. So it was a very common occurrence there. So that's why I was never a door knocker. That's yeah, not how I mean, we did it. Like not like you have no boundaries. I right. Mean, there has to be boundaries set. It's just it's a little obnoxious. You guys will volunteer to repair roofs, which is not a common practice in the industry, from what I hear. Repairing roofs. Repairing. I mean, that's how a lot of people just want to rep- do the whole well, thing. Of course, because they want that big check coming through. That's not, I mean, for us, it's very important. If you got a little issue, we're going to take care of it because we're trying to help you for the long term. So if it starts with just a pipe boot repair and we can get you 10 more years and keep right. that roof intact until you actually need a replacement, that's what we're here for. And we want the can relationships. Can you spot that when it's, not quite gone bad yet oh yeah and that's i mean anytime we go out to do a roof assessment and look at a repair we're looking at everything so we'll be able to let you know hey does this repair make sense what is needed what's not needed does your roof need to be replaced and we're not going to sell you a repair if it's time for a new roof because we know you're just going to have to tear it out and economically it doesn't make any sense so all we're going to do is give you the best advice that you need from our experts that go out there and do the assessment and we're not going to try to sell you anything that yeah. is not necessary. Because you don't need to. We don't need to. It's not. Right. It's, it's just not good practice. It's not right to do that. All right. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is in studio along with Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on WPTF. <laughs> FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Okay, so it's sometimes these things wait until the commercials start playing, and then Brock just speaks up. Yeah, sorry. He about says, that. "No, the other guys will repair your roof." But uh, look, there's a lot of roofers out there that are do roof repairs. Okay. I think I think where RoofWorks really separates themselves is they do it for a fair price. Yes, none of the other, a lot of the other roofers that I've I've seen and worked with in the past will come out and do a repair, but they overdo it. Or they overcharge because it is a small repair. Yeah, yeah. Pipe jacks, you know, typically a few hundred dollars, four or five hundred dollars to get that replaced. But I, I know a lot of companies that'll come out and charge three or four thousand because they not only want to replace the pipe jack, they want to replace the five squares of shingles around the pipe jack. They overdo it. Yeah. And RoofWorks is is they're straight shooters. They'll come out and say, "This is the problem. This is what it's going to take to get fixed," and they do it for a fair price. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. 
Brock Hemmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. And our telephone number is 919-860-9783. And you call that number, you get on the radio show, and we will feed you from High Park Bar and Grill. I went there a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month by now. Um, Excellent food. We were in and out under the $25 thing. I didn't bring one of the coupons. I, we give them away to listeners. You guys got in and out of there for less than $25? Yes. I can't get in and out of Taco Bell for less than $25 <laughs> if I'm well, buying for two people. We we didn't. We chose not to get drinks. It was the middle of the afternoon. We, you know, we actually we went after the show. Is that right? And, uh, you know, we're kind of scoping the place out. Very nice place. So if you would like to eat free on the show, 919 860 Nine seven eight three. I promise, I paid the bill. Well, technically, my wife did, <laughs> but that's all right. That counts. So, so Holly, the the idea that we sign up for you guys to examine our roof is dangerous for some folks. Because I know there's some fella sitting listening to the radio with his arms crossed in front of him. Yeah, they just want to get on your roof to, you know, find if there's something wrong. Well. Isn't, yeah isn't that the whole idea literally well, the point yeah i mean and that's like because you got two different sides you've got the door knockers that are claiming you have insurance damage and yeah. don't let them on the roof get your insurance adjuster out there first right that's important but if legitimately you're calling us for a roof leak or you know it's time for a roof replacement yes then we're going to get up on that roof and do the assessment for you and give you all the details so that's that's the difference between the two but don't let anyone on your roof that's a stranger that is showing up there. You're not calling a company because you know you have a problem. If you suspect that we had a hailstorm, there's possible damage, call your insurance company first. Let them get out there, figure out what they think, and then from that point, they'll guide you in the right direction. And, you know, the insurance company is typically going to, and they're all different, okay? I, you call uh, USAA, for example, they're going to send out an adjuster, an oh, yeah. inspector. Yeah. Some of these insurance companies, you know, you'll call, let them know, hey, we had a big hailstorm. I think there's roof damage. Can you come out and take a look? And some of these insurance companies will say, well, have you had a roofer up there yet? Ah. You know, so if you say no and they say, okay, we'll go ahead and send somebody out. Or sometimes they say, go ahead and call a roofer and find out if there's damage and then let us know. And if that's what they tell you, bring in a local company, not somebody knocking on your doors. Reach yes. out to an established vendor here. That can come out and honestly take a look. You remember a couple of weeks ago when Derwin Manis was on the show and we yes. were talking about mechanical damage? Yes. That's when these roofers will get up there and actually cause damage to your roof, making it look like it was storm damage. Oh, yeah. That's that's not good. And a lot of experienced adjusters can get up there and know they'll know immediately mm-hmm. if that's mechanical damage. And now they're not going to buy you a roof. And that roofer jumped in his truck and drove away. Yeah, and so, he just ruined your roof. and just ruined your roof, right? It, it's very unfortunate, but it does happen. So the key is to find honest and integrity, and and Derwin's team is right. they they live by that, and right. that's why we're bringing so much awareness to this, so that those type of situations stop. Because homeowners they don't know any different. It's not you're not a roofer, so you don't know. You can't trust everyone that's showing up there because. There are so many that are causing that fraudulent damage, right. and you're not going to know the difference until you get caught in the middle of crosshair, and then what happens? 
And that's what we're trying to prevent because some people have taken it to a, a completely different level on a, in the worst way possible. And very trying, disappointing. It's really it's disappointing for our industry. And so we have to bring awareness and talk about this because it needs to stop. It and that's is, just the truth. Is this one of the industries that's un? licensed or you guys unregulated yeah and that's why you're seeing that's why we have so many especially travelers coming in this market because they've cracked down a lot in texas florida oklahoma and other states that get a lot of the storms but north carolina has not cracked down yet and so because we're not regulated all of these people that are doing those things in those states have come here and now it's created a big mess here until it gets regulated from legislation. You know, Craig, the floor guy who's on the show all the time, yes. Holly and myself, we, we've talked about these non-regulated trades and, and why the, the three of us actually unanimously agree. We feel that there should be regulation on just about every trade. That mm-hmm. way it holds anybody to certain standards. Uh, and it's just unfortunate. With insulation, it's, it's really only if it's new construction because then they're sending out inspectors from the city to inspect yeah. the insulation before the drywall goes in. Yeah. Same with roofing and roofing framing during new construction. But after the house is built, there's only three, HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Mm-hmm. So any other trade outside of that, kitchen, flooring, insulation, roofing, it's just not regulated. Well, this is why I say i got to get into this. Yeah. Well, I mean, and <laughs> take it's, advantage it's, while you can. <laughs> take advantage while I can before i got to get a license. Yeah, and it's scary to think that, especially in our industry. I mean, it's such I mean, it's such a dangerous industry. Right. You have those guys on those roofs risking their lives every day, and to not have regulations for that, they're putting everybody at risk. It's not – it's just – it's not good. What if the roofer that just knocked on your door doesn't have insurance? Right. You don't know that. And And he he falls off. And he falls off and he lands on your air conditioner and he breaks his leg and he breaks your air conditioner. Whose insurance do you think is going to be covering that? The homeowners. The homeowners insurance. That doesn't seem fair at all. It's not. It's not. Not fair. That's that's why we talk about this. This is why this show is very important. And educate our listeners as best we can. You know, and and his company, this this quote-unquote company, Again, shows up with his pickup truck. His company is just him up until the time he signs a job. Then he picks up the phone, he gets his cousin. A subcon- most of these guys will subcontract a roofing crew. I know a lot of roofing crews that work for 10 or 15 different roofing companies. That is really? True. And it's five or six guys. They are, they're all buddies or related to each other, yeah. and they, they are subbed out by multiple roofing companies. And that's... As long it, as they're busy, they're not ha- unhappy. Right, right. I, I would prefer picking a roofer that has had the same crew doing roofs for them for years, because right. then there's a quality that goes with that. That's right. And also just making sure that that subcontractor is insured properly, because we have... We've got limitations. We will not use them unless they have proper insurance coverage, and it has to be significant. So we get uh, tons of contractors that walk through our door trying to work with us, but we will absolutely not let them touch our roofs because they don't have the right qualifications. And we like specifically using the same contractors, like Brock said, because we do practices a certain way, replace flashings and all the things that are required, and there's several that don't want to do that. and. They're going to go work for someone that doesn't care as much about that part of, 
you know, that good installations just to like get some money. So. Drip Edge. Yeah, you know, there's three there's, three roofing companies do Drip Edge. The other two don't. Yeah, but they're using the same subcontractors to do all the roofs. Right. I want the guys that do it the right way every time. Right. It's the detail guys because anyone can nail shingles on, but it's finding the detail guys that actually know how to do the details properly. That's that's critical. Does it matter whether an individual uses a nail gun or hand nails? That part doesn't matter as much as long as they know what they're doing. So right. hand nailing just makes it, they're much more consistent because you can't really screw up a hand nail as easily as you can with the pressure on the nail gun and the nail patterns. It, it slows them down and makes them more consistent. That's yeah. the difference. It, it's the same with auto mechanics. I was an auto mechanic for many years. And yeah. A lot of guys just use hand wrenches. A lot yeah. of these guys use power tools. Well, okay. I was a power tool guy. I could tear a block apart and put it back together, and half the time is a guy that was doing it by hand. Yeah. But if I had my stuff turned up too high or too low, right. it can cause problems. So a lot of that comes with experience. Correct. And when you have the experience, you can use whatever tool you want as long as it's being done properly. All right. Telephone number 860-9783. We'll feed you 919-860-9783. Uh, with Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on making your home great. Let's talk about the uh, commercial end. It's not necessarily your your bailiwick. I mean, have you done mostly the residential, Holly? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not. We have team leaders that are very specific, and they're crafted in each individual roof so it does so we've got crews that are specific to just flat roofs low slope we've got team leaders matt matt runs our commercial division doing estimating and all sorts of stuff and matt matt knows so much about commercials so if any of us have anything to do with low slope we're going to go to matt if any of us right. have anything to do with meadow we're going to john slate and tile that's going to be you know john and west so everyone is they're specific because you don't have a jack of all trades that knows everything. And that's why it's the team, having your team set up that way is really important because we have guys, even in repair and maintenance, that are great right. at shingles, but they don't know low slope. So okay. we're not sending them to anything that pertains to that. We're going to send the, the guys that are very specific that know what they're doing. And you guys will put up copper. Yes, on the, uh, we do copper a lot. Oh we love copper. They have a lot of copper at their warehouse. Oh, I yeah. made a joke about that when we were walking through. <laughs> oh, the yeah. whole corner of the warehouse oh, was yeah. copper. I said, well, this is an expensive corner. <laughs> well, we just we do a lot, a lot of high-end and copper. I mean, some of the things that those guys make with copper, it's just incredible. John was making this archway for this home we're doing down at the coast, and yes. I was like, you got to show me when you finish that. But though, it's just amazing how much skill those guys He's have. making a, an exterior archway yeah i mean he he was trimming it out with copper but it's going to be beautiful that home is beautiful that he's working yeah. on so that's the kind of stuff that to me that's what that's the real roofing you gotta see of photos roofing. of it or see it in person but when 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 they do copper trim on anything oh man it just pops it just pops. Yeah, yeah, we have an incredible team. I mean, that's that's what's so great about it. And we've got the mentors that have been in it for 30 years, and they're training the young guys that are coming into it, and right. it, it just works very well for us. Right. I like this. Uh, roof Works. Uh, Holly Bowers is here. Our number, 919-860-9783. No takers so far 
on the fish. By the way, High Park Barn Grill will make you a decent, uh, better than decent, excellent sandwich of any type. They got chicken. I got fish. I say go fish. <laughs> and they got chili. And they're they're pretty good. Oh, they got chili. All right. Uh, the uh, the the other part I want to talk about uh, roofing is getting my warranty. I want my twenty five years out of my shingle. Is that typically what uh, warranty would get me? Twenty five years. Well, I mean, for residential now it's fifty years, so that's really on fifty years on the product itself, and then you can upgrade to the um, workmanship warranties that will give you that twenty five year that the manufacturer covers. So there's there's quite a few different options out there for you. But when I, I mean, what's the what's the least? What's the, you know the least expensive? Come on, I, I'm just buying a roof. The least expensive warranty? I mean, yeah, that, least that's just going to be your roof. basic that comes, you know, just your basic warranty that would come if you're not credentialed with the manufacturer. And that doesn't cost anything, but if you're wanting to get the extended warranty, which we we give the extended warranty to everybody because it just makes sense. I mean, you don't know. Sometimes you could have a bad batch of shingles, and if you don't have that warranty, you're not covered. And right. That's not going to be good for anybody. Yeah, you you really need to read the manufacturer's warranty. Okay, if you know, let's say you pay a company to come in and replace your roof, and they yeah. pull the shingles off, and they give you a fifty-year shingle, right? Yeah. And they put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They never pulled off the old felt. Yeah, they just pulled off the shingles or pulled off sections of felt, covered the old felt with a new felt. Yes, there's a lot of things that will void Correct. that manufacturer's warranty. It's not just the shingle, right? Okay, it's a roofing package, um, mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty important. You want to read all of that before you pull the trigger, so you know exactly what is going on your roof to ensure that you are going to get the full warranty. Right, and and the products too, because they're very specific about using specific products. So there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it. That's why I just make sure you do your homework and ask a lot of questions and use a company that you can trust. Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. I'm Dave Alexander, and she is Holly Bowers of RoofWorks. You were asking me what? what no, I said, so you have retired from teaching. Oh, yeah, I'm retired. I'm good and retired. Well, congratulations. This is how to he you. spends his retirement this here is at it. the radio. This is it. The radio <laughs> is it. This is the most fun I can have. 25 years ago, I was a hotshot radio guy, and here I am back again. No longer a hotshot, but at least a radio guy <laughs> in, in my retirement. So, yeah. Um, so talk to me about, about what we were discussing. The, the, the full package of um, ventilating the, 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 the attic space. Can, can you help us with that, Holly? We can, yeah. It's so... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go and pick up the phone with Jeremy and Kenley. Jeremy, how you doing? Hey, hey, did I get your name right? Yes, sir. Well, that's a win-win. Yay! <laughs> what can we do for you? Oh, I was just 
I was just listening to the uh, show, and it was just interesting. Nobody had one, so I said, well, I'll call in. You know? Thank you. <laughs> you made it. Way <laughs> to go, you. Jeremy. Come, come up with some sort of question real fast. Uh, I don't know. The roofing thing has really caught my attention because I've had a few the same spot done three times, and it's, nobody's fixed it yet. And it ain't nothing but a slanted roof, like a 45 or something. Where is it at? Is it is it just on the main part of the roof, or is it by a chimney it's, penetration? No, it's just on the main flat stretch, and the wind, I guess, every time they fix it, it just rips it right back off. That's interesting. Um, Three-tab shingle? Roof, you know, have you go along. Jerry, have you have you had um roof works out? Uh no no, no. Well, that's that's, that's your, your first problem. First mistake right there. So, <laughs> so you said the shingles are blowing off every time the wind blows? Uh yeah. Okay. We fixed we've had it fixed a couple of times and patched up, but the same wind comes from the same direction off the field there and it just blows it right off. I was just about to ask, are you in a field? A lot of a lot of direct wind. Yes. Yeah, there's no there's no trees or barrier between the field and my house, so it just it, when it's real straight line winds, it really just comes across there and hits it hard. Hmm. Uh, what what can just, what can we do? Well, I mean, I'm just wondering why they're blowing off still if they weren't installed properly. So that's what I would do. Get give us a call and we'll get our techs out there to look at the nail patterns on it. Just because you okay. are in an open field, you're definitely more vulnerable. So it could be yeah. a matter of one they weren't installed right. Secondly, you maybe you need to add some more sh- nails per shingle. So just let us come okay. out there and see what's going on. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hang on. Just uh, let's get your uh, personal information. Um, okay. We're we're going to send you a twenty five dollar gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. We've already bragged about their food. Uh, they now have the eight dollar burger on Fridays, but you don't care because you're not paying. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's right. It's it's. It's you. You take somebody else. You still won't be able to spend twenty five bucks unless you get drinks. All right. There take care. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Telephone number nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers is our hour two guest on the show. Holly, you guys will do gutters. I mean, you'll clean gutters. Yeah, we'll do everything gutter related. Clean gutters, replace gutters, put gutter guards on. We can do it all. And people just call you a roofing company. They do. To do the gutters. Yeah, it's great to have a roofing company come out and work on your gutters because we can check everything else. And if we notice anything, we can bring it to your attention. And and actually, it works out great. Gives them an opportunity to also inspect the fascia. You know, the fascia is always hidden behind the gutter. So, you know, RoofWorks also replaces fascia and rotted out soffits if needed. So it's a good opportunity to not only get the gutters installed, but get a fascia and soffit inspection just in case there's any problems. Yeah, and gutters are very important because if they're not done properly or you don't have the proper extensions on the downspouts, you're going to get moisture by your crawl space, which means Brock's probably going to come out and have to assess mold. Yeah. So it all goes hand in hand. Most of the time we find a moat under a customer's house. They don't yeah. have gutters. Yeah. The water's just coming right off the slope. It oversaturates the foundation wall. Then it comes up as bulk standing water in the crawl space. And talk about very expensive damage that that can cause. I have about nine miles of plastic, plastic tubing leading from my house to lower parts of the, 
the property from the gutters from the gutters good. I, i'm telling you that's it, good there's there's one section i drilled into it with an auger trying to do some <laughs> gardening i'm like where the hell did this come from? Yeah, it's all the, the way out here. It's nowhere away. near the house. Yeah, you want to get the water away from that foundation as much as possible. Though. Little cement, cement slabs about yay, yay big. That's not. That's not oh, enough. Your, spl- your splash block, splash thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's it, not well, enough. So it depends. It, like I said, every it depends on how everything is positioned. That's why it's important to have someone come out there that knows what they're looking at. Drainage is very, very, very important. Look, if you have a, a a uh, foundation yeah you know they say water the foundation you water the foundation okay. okay if you have a crawl space you don't you don't water the foundation you don't want water around that foundation or it's going to go up underneath the house and right. come up as groundwater right so it's it's a very different different issue but you definitely want to get the drainage corrected because that i'm telling you it, it is very expensive the damage that that can cause my dad's house was like that no it was you know at the base of a hill and none of us gave it a single thought mm-hmm. growing up till it's time to fix a problem. Till it's time, well, he had he dug a trench from the hill to the to the rest of the property. Okay, thinking that that would you know. I was going to say, did that work? No, not no. really. <laughs> Worked for a while, you know, but 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 he was he was unfortunately you know the victim of of everything that you've described. Mm-hmm. First the white mold, then the black mold, right. and you know. Uh, poor drainage was the cause of it. Hmm. So, Holly, how should we get in touch with uh, RoofWorks? Yes, call us at 919-852-2660 or go to our website at www.roofworks.com. All right. So we can call you for roof repairs. Anything. Gutter cleaning. Just call us. because Anything, anything above, I don't know. Uh, above the roof line. That, that's right. And if we can't do it, we'll get you in touch with someone that can. Do some carpentry to replace the safe fascia and soffit if that's what it takes. Correct. Okay. If right. you want skylights this year, call RoofWorks. Yep. Oh, skylights. yeah. Yep. Chimney caps. We can do a lot. So that's sun tunnels. Yes. I want, I want sunlight in the bathroom. Do it. And it's also it's also cool because you can have moonlight too. Moonlight oh, it's so too. neat. Yeah, yeah, so you don't need your night lights anymore. I I like this idea. <laughs> All right, Brock, how sh- how should we get in contact with Triangle Radiant Barrier? TriangleRadiantBarrier dot com, or just hang out for the second hour of the show. I'll be here. Oh, good, good. That's great. Jeff Hastings <laughs> is coming up on this radio show. Holly, thank you very much. You're well. Say hello to Derwin. And I sure say, will. And speak up when you do so. I'll tell him happy birthday. You, you said happy, happy belated. Birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> You're getting old. All right, this is Making Your Home Great on WPTF. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, Making Your Home Great. Brock Emmons is here in studio and... Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. How you doing, Jeff? I'm good. I hope you are. How are things at the store? Busy. Spring has sprung. Yeah. So what do you put out for spring? Well, we over the last four or five years, we've really concentrated. If you're looking at our store, the left hand on the left-hand side is our garden center. Mm-hmm. And we've put up a new shade structure this year. We purchased new plant racks to make it more navigable. Yeah. Uh, we replaced the, the black liner on the ground. And just trying to entice folks 
to understand that we also are in the plant business. And and what kind of plants do I have right now in the store? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good answer. I mean, we have we have we you know got a lot of vegetables, a lot of annuals. Yes. Uh, but we also dabble in some of the perennials. Uh, I've got some peach trees out there now. I've got butterfly bushes. I've you got, do that have peaches on it. So you don't have to go to the grocery store. Just come get the tree. The peach is free. Buy the tree and get the the, the peach, peach for free. Peach for yeah. free. Peaches are uh, one of my favorite. I've got a beautiful peach tree in, yeah. in in our yard. We planted it years ago, and it's it it took. And this year, it's just absolutely covered with peaches. Okay, now now I'm the dumb guy. I'm going to go ahead and ask the the idiot question. Okay. Jeff, you have it for sale. It is at your store. Is this now the good time to plant a peach tree? Probably not. Probably not. Okay, thank you. But at the end of the day, fall, there's an old, you know, the Department of Agriculture pushes this all the time. Fall is for planting. Yes. Um, In perennials and in trees, that's absolutely correct. Right. But the problem with that is there's no excitement. At the end of the day, true. Yeah. You you yes. plant a tree that has no leaves on it, yes. and you hurry up and wait yeah. for six months, right? Um, if you can, and, and we'll be happy to explain it to you. If you properly prepare the yeah. soil that you're going to plant it in, all right. Plant it, water it, put mulch on it, fertilize it. You will be okay. Well, let's talk about prepping the soil. So, if you wanted to plant a peach tree, what do you mean when you say prep? So. <clears throat> So a lot of times, um, yeah, you get plants either in pots, like a three-gallon pot, or you get them balled in burlap. Mm-hmm. Whichever way is, what you want to do is you want to, you know, before you do anything, you dig a hole that's twice the diameter of the, either the pot or the root ball. Okay. And you plant it about eight to ten inches. You dig the hole eight to ten inches deeper. Um, because what you're trying to do is you're trying to backfill with the soil and optimally you've had a soil test done so you know whether you might need to add a liming agent um, or a soil acidifier in some cases um, then what you do is you come in with a combination of some of the soil that's already there some of the amendments like a cow manure or compost yeah then you take the plant the the plant out of the container or out of the ball right uh, you want to score the root system so a lot of times people pull the pot, they pull the plant right out of the pot, throw it in the ground, and then two years later they want to know why it's dying. And that's because the way that the roots work is pretty easy, but they will they'll, they'll reach out until a hidden object and then they turn right and then they'll do that and then they'll start to just spin around. Mm-hmm. And so when you score the roots, all you're doing is you're, you're basically cutting those roots that are looking for water and you're encouraging more root production to areas out rather than around so when you say score yeah what take, do i physically do i take a box knife and just really rip it down the side oh yeah um i'm cutting know. into the roots yeah okay you're, but you're not you're not you're not getting rid of all the roots you're just no, no. you're just scoring it so that you're encouraging it through a force of nature you're you're encouraging it to create more of a root structure uh so then you you place it in the ground and you don't want most of the time, almost every single time, you don't want the soil, you don't want the top of the soil layer to be any deeper than or higher than it is in the pot, so to speak. Okay. So you don't want to, you don't want to bury it if the pot is right. If it's twelve inches, you don't want to put it eighteen inches in the ground. 
Right. Um, and then, you know, you want to make sure that it's a little bit depressed so that when you water it, the water will pond around it a little bit. Right. And then it will, you know, that way it's not running off into the grass or whatnot. Okay. And, you know, you just want to maintain that watering. Usually in this area, an inch a week is adequate. And an easy way to tell that is if you take a spray paint can top, you turn it over that inside liner. Right that protects the the nozzle of the spray paint that's about an inch so if you take that and put it over put it upside down when that if you go out you know periodically if that isn't full at the end of the week it needs water and like this last week it's not full yeah that's right i had to go out and water everything this last week we're supposed to get a bunch of rain this week we are tonight i think that's right yeah we'd be good to be good to hear we Uh, need it my veggies need it they do um but like i say Anybody out there, welcome to come by. Um, I've only been doing this for about 30 years. so well, and it's, not just, decent at it. it's not just what you do. You also have a background in this. That's right. Yeah, that's what my degree is in botany. So, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty good at knowing how the plant works. Yeah, when I have plant questions, I go to Jeff. There's no question. I, I And when people have grass questions, they should really approach Jeff. I mean, that's honestly. Yeah. All right. But always either bring me a sample or a really good picture, because all the grass is green unless it's dead. Well, and he's got a lot of guys that work for him that know what they're doing as well. That's the other thing about Burke Brothers Hardware. It's not massive in that you've got everything that you could name. You don't need everything that you can name. The first thing on your list when you walk into a hardware store is you want to find somebody who knows what they're talking about. And you've got guys who've been working there for a while. That's right. Yeah, we we want to make sure that when a customer comes in, first of all, they're greeted within about the first twenty steps. Yeah, uh, if they're Always not, happens. if they're not, then we're doing something wrong. Um, we are probably guilty of over asking people if we can help them, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm I'm the same way. But um, we want to make sure that when a customer leaves a store, that we have verified that they need everything necessary to finish their project. Right. What's the average tenure of your employees? 23 years. That's that's crazy to the me. Heavens. Yeah. These guys have been there for over 20 years. Yeah. I, I, you could stop by the big box store and the average age is 20. Is 23 that's years. Right. That's you know, right. They, they want one old crusty guy and then two 19-year-olds. Um, all right. So we're talking with uh, Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers. Food is available to you, 919 860 Nine seven eight three is the telephone number if you want to call. Um, so you, you've got plants, yes, you've got plants. Got all the plants, got all the soils. Um, a little bit low on mulch right now, uh, but I've got yeah. two more trucks coming this week for mulch and uh, all the all the manures, cow manure. I uh, got mushroom compost, uh, soil conditioner, mm. but then inside we have all of the utensils necessary to work in the garden. Uh, I got shears. Uh, loppers pruners uh cultivators shovels you know if you need to dig a hole in uh the ground in johnston county you've got pickaxes we have pickaxes hanging on the wall not that i suggest it but you know there you go i should you know when i tried to put in trees in my property i should have watered the ground first yes that makes sense Uh, every day people do that yes okay I, I've got to do it this afternoon, I, unfortunately. But 
Well, can, are you able to talk well? And I don't know if we're about to go to break or not. No, go if ahead. we are, what go about uh, pre-emergent? I know I, I did that a couple of months ago. Yeah, a pre-emergent, but, and I'm a lot of people, most people, I guess, tell you dates on a calendar, right? That you mm-hmm. need to do something by February, blah. I'm a different type of a learner and explainer. I look at dates on the calendar versus days. And so the first pre-emergent for a yard should have been done around Valentine's Day. Yep. Um, that lasts about 90 days, 90 to 120 days. So usually I tell people that if not before, then somewhere between Mother's Day and Father's Day, put down the second application. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that should get you through the entire season. Yeah, I got another one coming up. We're yeah. actually, my wife and I plans to come to Burke Brothers next weekend to get the next round of pre-emergent. Right. And you can do it this time of year. Um, you know, certainly, you lo- you want to look at the weather forecast uh, because you don't. If you want to, you can put down this time of year a pre-emergent with a fertilizer, depending on the grass that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you do it, you really just want to do it like this afternoon. If we know it's going to rain tonight, I wouldn't have wanted to put it out last Sunday, seeing on the calendar that all you're not sunny getting, days. Yeah, you're not getting rain for five or six days. You don't want a downpour, but you want rain to get the fertilizer down to the root level where it needs to be. And at the same time, the pre-emergent is actually a chemical barrier that sits on top of the ground. Okay. So you don't want to you don't want it to wash off. You don't want it to you don't want it end up over in the News River. Well, how do you know about the volume of rainstorm though? Sometimes it's a thirty percent chance of rain, and then we get hit with a monsoon yeah, that I mean, lasts for like two hours. Right, it, and it's sometimes it's you know a shot in the dark right you know you 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 optimally want to see one of those days that we got like a couple of weeks ago where sunday it rained for about you know hour and a half two hours but it was just a nice even rain that soaks in right and if all else fails if you you know what's coming it's never it's not a bad thing to wait until right after it rains if we know that we're like under a level one or level two storm and that rains like tonight for instance yeah uh, I think we got elevated to a level one risk, but if we do get a downpour tonight, but they're saying tomorrow at Mother's Day it's supposed to be clear most of the day, if you got a couple hours and, and want to do something out there, then go out there after the rain because it's still going to be – you've still got enough moisture in the ground to make the fertilizer dissipate as well as the, the – I never I never rain. even thought of that. That's a brilliant idea. So instead of guessing on the rainstorm, wait till the rain has passed, go right. out there and do it then. That's a great idea. This is a granule – you're, it is. You, yes, sir. You're putting in the little green machine. You yep. walk back and forth. That would be it. That would be it. All right. Uh, the uh, telephone number here is 919-860-9783. Ask a question of Jeff. Earn yourself a $25 gift certificate from High Park Bar and Grill. This is making your home great. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. And we've got Jeff in Kerry. I think it's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Uh, Hi, good afternoon. I've got a question with regard to planting of... um you know, trees and other materials really kind of year-round and uh, ensuring that the soil quality is good. Is there a uh, 
uh, a, a test that can be self-administered to determine whether or not the soil is uh, is is good for planting material. The best test actually is free to you by the Department of Agriculture. Uh, they will do it. They're over on Reedy Creek Road, and right now I'm out of the test boxes. But you normally enough should have some in into this week. But you just come in. You get a, it's a brown, looks like a checkbook box. And you take uh, something to dig with, preferably not metal, because that can affect the quality of the soil. Uh, so you take something, uh, you, you take a, a small amount of soil, put it in the box. Then there's a, on the box, there's a checklist that you, you mark what you're trying to do, because the soil quality for grass is different than that for a vegetable garden, which is different from fruit trees, which is different from evergreen. So... You just do that, uh, and you can either mail it to the um, the you, the North Carolina Department of Agriculture or living in Cary, it's probably just as easy if you drop it off over on Reedy Creek Road. This time of year, it takes about two weeks to get that soil test back. And wow. it's free. That's it's free. Terrific. That's nice. Yeah, it's free. And then you can bring – sometimes the, the only drawback um, is that this is all things that are, I'll say, computer-generated. Yeah. So the analysis that you get back on what the requirements are sometimes is a little difficult for the average layperson to understand. So when you get that test result, you just bring it in to me and I'll explain to you what what they're talking about, you know, what your calcium deficiencies are and, you know, and the, and the pounds of nitrogen that you need and, you know, the the ancillary stuff like that. That's that's and night and day, you- night and day different than and a big we- box store. Yeah. Yeah, and then would you have the materials then if I needed to amend the soil then that, that if there was sufficient in, in nitrogen or yes, sir. calcium or whatever? Yes, sir. I got gotcha. you. Yep, I got all okay. that. Okay, and and would you then be in a position to assist as far as the quantities to use as well? Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yep, I'll, I'll tell you exactly. I'll put in your hand exactly what you need, not too much and not too little i don't have to buy a 200 pound bag no you don't have to and i mean in all honesty a lot of times there's some of the soil fertilizers that we have we also have them in like four pound bags yeah a lot of times at the end of the day a four pound bag is all you need yep and that's all we're going to sell you oh terrific well thanks thanks so much all right well hang on we're going to get your personal details and uh, uh send you off a gift certificate to high park bar and grill uh the place for lunch and dinner with the uh, lunch and uh, and dinner, lunch and dinner specials. <laughs> I'm trying to remember this from. You know, I Got don't the eight dollar burger. I don't have the script in front of me. I'm sorry, uh, but I just want you to know those guys are really good. Their food is excellent. Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh, and with a twenty five dollar gift certificate, you can take yourself and somebody else out for lunch. Think about. Being able to take soil samples, then go into yeah. a, a hardware store yeah. and having someone there that can tell you exactly what those tests mean, right. what type of materials you need, and then walk you to the aisle where that is located. You just you don't find that in big box stores. You're not going to point me in one direction? Yeah, nitrogen's 90, over there. 99.9% of the time, I will not point you. Okay. All right. Unless it's right there at the register. The point oh one percent is that if I'm the one stuck up at the register, I will, <laughs> yeah, I will okay. point while I find somebody to take my place and then come help you. Okay, so that makes sense. You also sell the best quality bird seed. We've the any of the birds in my neighborhood. We do. 
If, if yeah, Cole's, what, Cole's bird seed. Cole's bird seed. Mm-hmm. You can get. See, I, you can get black oil sunflower seed already shelled. I mean, the birds yeah. don't even have to work on this. That's right. Sunflower, <laughs> and neither do the squirrels. Yeah. And the laziest. And it, at my house, ever. at my house, neither do the chickens. Ah, yeah. Because they enjoy sitting underneath the bird feeder. I bet they do. Um, but then there's also you can do uh, if you don't want to necessarily feed the squirrels. Yeah. Uh, they also have a product called Hot Meats, which is the sunflower seed, the sunflower kernels, with uh, a hot sauce on it because squirrels have taste buds and birds don't. Is that wow. right? That's, I mean, that's the that's a general way of saying it. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I like that idea. Yeah, I like that. So it burned their it burned their mouth. Do they ever come back? Because I want them to come back and burn their mouth again. Oh, well, that's that's, that's <laughs> it depends on your squirrel, but <laughs> the squirrels we, are my neighbor. At, at our, well, at our house we feed we feed two squirrels. So. Yeah, see, um, that's the thing. Um, I I would also feed squirrels, but you feed squirrels and deer the same thing. They're corn, right? Right. Well, yeah. they uh, Coles also makes a product called Critter Munchies, and ah. it's Whole corn, peanuts, uh, sunflower seed. I'm trying to remember what else is in it. So we feed them that too. That brings a, an array of different <laughs> birds. I noticed when we bought uh, the bird, and it was a while back, but the last time we bought bird feed, it was primarily you know peanuts and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And we got a lot of really colorful birds coming to our feeders after that. From South America. They were coming so they in. Were, they were flying north to my property. Belize, That's from right. Belize to your, yeah. Oh. You know, this is this is a good place to go. You, you again, that's in the back section. I call it the back section. Um, it's it's near. Go through the garden center. Right, and yeah. it's right there, along with all the to, tools. Yes, sir. How would I get soil out of my ground without a metal tool? Take a, a rather than having a metal cultivator, use yeah. use a plastic one. Okay, yeah, makes I mean, sense. Or you know. You see me out there with a plastic spoon and Again, fork. after you've watered. After I've watered. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that yes. makes sense. How much dirt do you normally have to send in to get tested? Are we talking about like a cup? Yeah. Okay. At the most. Okay. Yeah. Easy and, enough. And what are we learning? We're learning uh, the, the nitrogen Well, we're content. learning, well, just the total deficiencies of the soil. Um, you know, it's, you're looking at the pH level. Yeah. Whether you need to, you know, add lime or an acidifier. Yeah, uh, you know, because if you're planting azaleas or camellias or rhododendrons, you want a slightly acidic soil. That's why they do so well around pine trees. Oh, okay. However, if you're doing what's a good one? I'm trying to think of one right off hand, but uh, you know, if you're but if you're doing a vegetable garden, you don't want an acidic soil. Uh, if you're planting tomatoes, you need to make sure that you have a slightly alkaline soil so that you don't get blossom end rot on your tomatoes. So I don't get what. Blossom end rot. So you know how you go look at a tomato? Yeah. And um, the very bottom of the tomato, there's a little, it starts out as like a black circle. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit larger, a little bit larger. That's a deficiency in calcium in your soil. It's called blossom end rot. I did not know this. No, and that so sounded, take, sounded like a made up word to me. Yeah, so, so you take hydrated lime. Yeah, and, you know what you got there? You got blossom end rot. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. And Sorry, there's, there's Mr. A, Emmons. You know, there's a spray that you can put on for it or you yeah. can uh, if you again if you've done the soil test and you know what's going on you can put hydrated lime in the soil before you plant the tomato and poof it's all solved okay i've got a, a 
a follow-up question. So okay. my peach tree, I noticed the last time that I was out there, you had actually pointed out on the photo I showed you uh, during the break that I need to clean some of the, the peaches off the tree to, to open it up a little bit. But there's right. also a lot of bugs that I have found on right. that tree. Yeah, you'll need to, in this area, you would need, if you want peaches or apples specifically to do well, there's a fruit tree spray that you have to spray on them because you'll get a lot of worms, a lot of borers that will go into the peaches. Right. And and then you'll go out one morning and you'll see all of the all the nectar or the juice out of the peach that is piled up on the outside of the peach. And you guys sell end. this spray? Yes, sir. Okay. I I want to ask you a question, but we don't have time for the answer unless he is very efficient. I don't want to do that to you. I, I want you to be able to answer. If somebody later in the season starts to get tomatoes and the bugs start to eat them, I don't want to spray stuff on there. Okay. Is there a solution for me? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, good. Right. But it also involves a spray, but I'll, it, I'll, I'll, I'll get back okay. to that. I don't want to, I told you I don't want to spray. All right. Trust this me. is making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware on making your home great. Also Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. So you're telling me that it does involve a spray. You've got a spray for me. I don't want... See, I'm growing tomatoes. Okay. I do not want to put poison on my tomatoes. When I was a kid, my dad would take us out and we would plant a lot of tomatoes. And we would come out with this white powder, and we would sprinkle it all over the place. I don't want to do that. I don't want to put poison on my food. Well, okay, so let's clarify just one thing. Yes. All sprays aren't poison. Okay. No, they're not. All sprays are not chemically treated bad stuff. Okay. We sell chemically chemical bad stuff. Okay, that's But we fine. also have products that are labeled organic. Yes. Uh, like we have an insecticidal soap. Right. That's a potassium salt that just, it attacks the bug in a different way. Yeah. But it still doesn't do anything detrimental to the plant. Well, that I want. Right. So so there are some sprays. And a lot of people sit there and say they don't want to put any dust. They don't want to do anything. Just, uh, well, yeah. some, some insects get treated with dipel dust. Dipel dust is nothing but a bacillus thuringiensis. It's a bacterium that infects the caterpillars, okay. but doesn't harm us. All right. So, yes, all you've got to do is say, I don't want the poison, and I will point you right to what you need to do. Good. Um, Thank there's you. another thing for some insects. It's called neem oil. It's an oil that basically coats the insect, and so the insect suffocates, but it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't harm the plant. And we don't have so, to watch them. No. That's up to him and, and his, his creator. And also, well, I want to preface it by saying I'd, I'd never like to tell I, – I don't – I tell people not to ever spray between about 10 o'clock in the morning and about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Because okay. a lot of the chemicals, the, the way that they bond to the plant is yeah. it's an oil. And so if you put it on, especially tender vegetation, if you put it on in the middle of the afternoon – it's just like you were uh, putting baby oil on and going standing in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah, bad right. idea. Yeah. And and the plants can't go underneath the cabana. Gotcha. You know, so you do it earlier in the morning, later in the afternoon to give right. the chemical to give the product time to dry, and you're a okay. 
See, this is the this is this is why I asked Jeff my questions when it comes to yard stuff. Yeah, it's not you know, your your answer is not generally yes or no. Right. It's yes, and I've got an alternative for you. And let right. me explain the logic behind it. See, I would have been out there spraying the tree at ten a.m. Right. So that that's something I learned today. Yeah. When when I had chickens. I used to have a lot of diatomaceous earth, earth, mm-hmm. which you know, fancy term, basically shells. That's correct. A microscopic, uh, you know, really uh, old, really old shells. I don't know. We're, one day we're going to run out of them, I guess. But while the diatomaceous earth, I can sprinkle that around plants, and it'll yeah. kill some bugs. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and I sort of recommend. Uh, making sure that when you get the diatomaceous earth, get a food grade diatomaceous earth. Right. Um, because there are there are diatomaceous earth blends that are out there that have some things that potentially could be harmful. Right. Uh, food grade just means it's a pure diatomaceous earth without a lot of other stuff. We'll say. And uh, if I mean, you, you accidentally can, yeah. ingest it, that's yeah. no big deal. That's right. I mean. Diatomaceous earth is is really broadly used. Um, there's even some pet applications for fleas that you can use. That's true. Diatomaceous earth for you can put it in carpets to help with roaches. Um, you know, you can. I mean, it's just it's amazing stuff. Okay. All right. So we've talked about uh, planting. We talked about um, gosh, talked about uh, the fact that you're you're an expert on. Uh, gardening uh, and and grass growing um we've talked about my backyard garden and and brocks and trees how about hardware you got hardware we got a little bit of hardware you got but you hardware? know now that you've done all that to your garden yeah and your garden's looking really good yes maybe it's time to think about your house and yeah. maybe it's time to paint your house or maybe it's time to have a grill to cook all that or, food yeah, you're grill, growing out yeah, in your yard. You know, have a grill, have What's a great it? Wilmington grill sitting on your back porch. Or Wilmington grill, yes, sir. High quality grill. Uh, it's made out of 304 stainless. Yes, uh, it's got a seven year warranty on the whole grill. It's got a lifetime warranty on the burners. I've seen ones that have been sitting in the sound behind Atlantic Beach for nine months. Yeah, get pulled out and <laughs> in the water they work. Yeah, and there's no. No rust. There's no nothing. Um, two of the grills I'm intimately familiar with. Two of the grills. One sits at Wrightsville Beach and one sits at Atlantic Beach. And they've been bolted to the dock. One is directly over the water. Right. Uh, the other is on the back deck of a house that's been bolted there for 25 or 26 years. I'd In the salty air. In the salty air. And it's just not rusting. No rust. That's incredible. Okay. You confused me with the warranty. There's different warranties on different parts. Seven year overall. Yes. And the Life, burners, the burners are, lifetime. are lifetime burners. Yes. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, lifetime is just the Forever. rest of your life. Yeah. It's the rest of your life. No, it's, it is. They About seven years ago, they yeah. went from a cast iron burner to a cast stainless steel burner. Yes. And I think in the last seven years... Under warranty, I think we've replaced two burners. That's it. That's yeah, I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't think that they make them make them well. Yeah, and they're made. the The beauty of it is the the one, I guess, criticism that if you want to call it that is, 
the ignition system is the old push button style igniter system. Yes. And then and that does fail after a while. Sure. And we get people that say, well, you know, you look at Weber for instance, which makes a good grill. Yeah. But you look at Weber and they've got the push button battery operated igniter. And they're like, "Well, why don't you do that?" And I said, "Take that igniter system with that Weber down to Atlantic Beach and let me know how long that battery lasts." Yeah. And so yeah. there's just not that's the that and like I say and that we sell a, a fair amount of the igniters but most of those are eight nine year old grills so and it's a 35 dollars item right so it's not it takes about 20 minutes to replace it and and i can go down to wall well no i can go to burke brothers and get myself a uh a lighter with a with a wand that long yeah you can yep um, or fireplace match I don't, huh or a fireplace match fireplace match yeah. right there all right, so uh, we alluded to the fact that you've got excellent grills. you got excellent information and help when somebody has broken something in their house. A we toilet, did. for instance. Now, my parents, we grew up in the house where you jiggled the handle. It was, right. in fact, what we did. Well, I think that's a... I think everybody in America has heard that phrase. You jiggle the handle. Just jiggle the handle. Just jiggle the handle. And you can make it make it work. Typically, that's a what. What's the what's gone wrong in the toilet? Usually, if that's the case, then your flapper needs to be replaced. All right. If my flapper does need to be replaced, yes. Can sir. you guys talk me through it? Oh, easy. That's even easy. me. Even you. And I'm going to. That way, you can go home and explain to your wife who will actually do it. Right. Yes. See? Yes. See? Well, I mean, but, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm going to have it done, right. Jeff. I'm going to have it done. Okay. That means That's, bringing the part home, right. the correct part, in the first time. Well, the and and like sort of like with the grass and stuff. Yes. We really need a picture because twenty years ago, I'll say the only toilets that were out there were American Standard, and they all use the same flavor. It was a universal. Yes. But now there are different companies with, especially with the low flush, uh, the low volume flush. Uh, Mansfield has one. Toto has one. So those do all have different flappers. So if either A, you can bring me, if you can take off the top of the back of the toilet and just snap a picture. Sure. Or bring me the old flapper in, then yes, we've got probably 15 different flappers over there. Probably have too many, but. Well, you you told me one time. How many individual items you have in your store? Right. It's an astronomical figure. Yeah, we've got about 45,000 all total. 45,000 individual items. Yeah. Of course, two thirds of them got to be for, got to be real small. They got to be plumbing items. Well, you got all the plumbing items and you have all the nuts and bolts. Um, but there's a, uh, we are with our proximity to NC State yeah. and the School of Design. The projects that they have to do, there's a company called KNS Metals, and they do small brass rod, copper rod, stainless, aluminum rod, yes, uh, and tubing, and and small, real thin sheet metal. Right. And so you know, there's a fair amount. We've got four different displays, five different displays of that in the back. Uh, really geared towards, like I say, the, the um, School of Design sends a lot of folks over. For, for so. gadgetry? Well, what they'll do is they'll have to – They'll have to mock up what, let's say you're wanting to, to schedule, look at a building. Yeah. 
you can't go out and build the real building and say this is what it's going to look like. Yeah, no, so no. you've got to you've sort of got to mock it up. Yeah. And some of that's gone away with the 3D printing and also with right. some of the draw some of the computer programs, but right. uh we still have a bunch of old school that have to do it that way. All right. So you've got you got a lot of things. I can't find something typically that you don't have. I mean, honestly, I've struggled and it just doesn't doesn't work. Burke Brothers Hardware has it all. Well, and the other thing is that if a lot of times when people come to us for that oddball item, yeah, honestly, we're not the first place they've tried. Right. Um, so if you can't get it and you come to us and we don't have it, chances are pretty doggone good that within about three or four days we'll have it for you. You'll, got, go, ahead, you'll got, go ahead and find it. Right. We've got nine different major suppliers that I deal with. So, All right. Talk to me about power tools. At so one time, I went in, right. bought a Makita. Right. Um, ended up with a lot of batteries. Yep. I'm very happy with my Makita. Yep. Is that your brand now? Well, we've got Makita, but we've also now brought in Milwaukee. You did? We, Milwaukee is uh, a, a tool company that has really been utilized um, in the industry. Uh, like driving down the road, we have to drive from my house, certainly driving through the Beltline traffic. And you look at the back of the toolboxes of all those guys yeah and it's all milwaukee and you know that's where you sit there and i say to people i'm dumb but i'm not stupid so <laughs> we've we've augmented with milwaukee and that's been a that's been a big hit as well you caught on milwaukee's yeah. good quality they've yeah. they've stepped up their game the last 15 years you can get a warranty with these things oh yes sir all right all right we'll talk more with jeff hastings coming up in just a moment this is making your home great fm 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic, and hardware. Jeff Hastings of Burke Brothers Hardware is here. um, And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Talk to me about the, the, the store. How long have you been there? Uh, 1936. 1936. May, May 1st, 1936. Jeff looks good for, for 1936. That, for that long. It was originally opened by, I would uh, assume. Yeah, John, John and Paul Burke right. opened it. Um, then they uh, closed it for a year or two during World War II when they went off to serve their country. Very and good. And then they came back. and It started out as a grocery store. And it did. It was, a, it was a grocery. It was a. It was there was three different businesses in the building. One was a grocery store. One was a general merchandise store, or whatnot, and yeah. then one was a barber shop. And so they realized that the hardware business was pretty good. And so yeah. my office is actually the original meat locker, which is kind of <laughs> ironic. <laughs> nice and cool in there. Yeah, it's well insulated. I'm. I'm amazed they had three businesses there. Yes. Honestly, yeah. you know, we've talked about it. Yeah, it's Your not a big store. Is, That's right. Um, you can reach everything from where you already are. Just about. Yeah. Um, but, it's, so, you know, we, we, we tried our best and to put about 10 pounds of sugar in a five-pound jar. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> and so far, we're doing okay. That's all right. And, and you bought it from? The second generation was uh, John Burke. Yeah. Uh, Henry Burke and then Jim Garris, which was Henry Burke's is Henry Burke's son, uh, brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, and so Johnny 
uh, still owned the business, but he took retirement about 12, 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so he, we got together about nine years ago, eight years ago. And then Jim and Henry retired on the same day. And April 1st is, I started work there April 1st and I bought Johnny out on April 1st and I bought Jim and Henry out on April 1st. So. And uh, these are April first is a good day for me. It's very good. <laughs> April first, yeah. April is that Wednesday. a holiday? Yeah, um, it is now. So, what interested in interested you in Burke Brothers? It well, I, I had been in the hardware business for about fifteen years before that at an Ace Hardware that was an Apex that closed, right? And so, the the fascination for me is I've tried the business of being in a cubicle. In, in one of my previous employees and I, I'm not that kind of a guy I yeah. can't sit still and with the hardware business the great thing is you deal with something different every single customer right you know you're rewiring a lamp then you're telling somebody how to plant corn then you're telling somebody how to get the toy out of the toilet that their three-year-old decided to flush last night <laughs> is there a and method for that you got to take the toilet up you got of course you do. You know, I mean, it's, there's, it, that's not that's not the easy fix. That's where I say the first question is, how handy are you? Right. And if the answer is not real, then I give you a guy's card. Yeah, yeah. But that's the other thing is we've got, because of the time we've been there and because of our proximity to NC State and yeah. the amount of handymen that work for those rental agencies, we've got six or eight different guys or girls that we have their cards and – I tell everybody, they, they say, would you really recommend them? And I say, I'd give them the key to my house right now. Yeah. Well, that's good. So that's, you know, it's it's not only the fact that we try to have everything necessary, but we also know our limitations. And we try to sort of scout out the limitations of the customers. And, and even if a customer says, oh, yeah, I can take the toilet up and do this and this, we say, okay, here's what you need. Yeah. And here's the card of the guy in case you get into it and and don't I mean, humans are humans. I don't I don't yeah. want anybody to feel embarrassed because they yeah. thought they could do something and then get home and realize they're about, it's above their head. I'm the same way. I've been there and done that. Yep. So yep. I just try to make sure that I alleviate all of that pain in the beginning. Well, Here, this, here's the just in case card. Right. This we, this explains all my interactions at Burke Brothers Hardware. I, I come in and I, I can't leave without three cards, mm-hmm. and they're and I'm like I'm just buying bird feed. But you got to hang <laughs> so a bird no. feeder. You got to hang a bird feeder. Yeah, Can you, you do gotta that? Gotta hang that bird feeder. Yeah. You know how to do that? Right. Here's a guy who know probably probably get do a better job than you. Actually, I I, I got stuff at Burke Brothers. The the bird feed, the little moochers are there every morning, as long the as I feel open. Like, That's right. The buffet is open. All right, sounds good. And you're not growing a whole lot of stuff under your bird feeder. No, I am not. To tell you the truth, I, I'm yeah. I'm a little annoyed when I get hay underneath my bird feeder. Now, it hasn't happened here. Yeah. Uh, I made the mistake once of putting the bird feeder over the tomato plant area, which was uh, the dumbest thing I could have done. All I got all I got was weeds. We also, if you put coals in there, you'd get a little bit of fertilizer from the birds on your tomatoes. 
Ah, uh, yeah. It was about four years ago. We had our bird feeder out by our pool. We put in uh, uh, corn base. There's a lot of corn in the, in the bird feed. And uh, towards the end of the season, I was like, what is this growing underneath the bird feeder? Yes. Well, I, I love letting stuff grow in the yard and yeah. i wanted to see what it was i'm like oh well let's give it a little bit of time and it wasn't but a few weeks i was like oh that's a full stock of corn <laughs> i need to go if out there and pull that up if it's early enough you can mow it for hay yeah <laughs> little sideline i, lo- I like uh, he's expensive this year it is jeff hastings of burke brothers hardware is in studio on making your home great our telephone number 919-860-9783 919-860-9783 nine seven eight three call us up we'll feed you uh jeff uh what uh what what are the odd miscellaneous items in your store well we went through a couple of weeks ago but now the canes are, are really deep into the playoffs yes. we got cowbells yes i've heard some of those recently at the the pnc so um got that let's see what else see what you call odd is like every day to me that's the that's right. the weird thing right um you know it just Whatever somebody's dealing with in their house, we've got it. Well, yeah. so I got a I got an odd question. Um, we have uh, we live right off the main road, okay, okay. White Oak in the Garner area, yeah, yeah. and uh, AT and T and Verizon and I don't know twelve other companies came through and tried to lay cable, and they kept tearing the other guy's cable. Right. They had to keep coming back out, so they dug up a section of my yard, and then came back uh, I don't know a week or two later and filled it in with dirt and hay. Obviously, there's no grass growing there right now. Right. Is there anything I can do to speed up the process of filling that area back in with nice green grass? Well, it sort of depends. Um, if you've got a warm season grass, if you've got Bermuda or Centipede, then yes, you can go. We don't sell it, but I think that Super Sod over at the farmer's market sells. They'll sell you individual rolls of sod. Okay. Uh, and also, they do. I don't know if they're doing it this time of year, but they do fescue sod. Mm-hmm. But if you've got fescue out, the best recommendation I have right now is come in and put ryegrass out. Ryegrass will go ahead and germinate, and it will grow. It will last about four to six weeks, and the heat will actually knock it down. So what you would do is you just plant ryegrass now, and then you'd plant ryegrass about four weeks later, and just keep up that until the first of August. Then. You're into your season for fescue, and you come in and plant fescue at that point in time. Gotcha. Okay. If that, I can, if that makes gr- sense. I can grow grass. It's just going to die right? Yeah. in the heat. Yeah. Rag- annual ryegrass, you can literally throw it on the carpet here in the studio, water it, and it'll grow. Um, yeah. It's, it's a very easy-to-grow grass, but it's also it's, it's pretty easy to kill and dies pretty easily. Okay. Especially in the heat. It's, it's meant as a— Ryegrass in this part of the world is mainly meant, other than golf courses, it's meant as a over overwintering grass. If you don't want a brown yard and you've got Bermuda, right? You come in in August and plant annual ryegrass, and it goes down. It comes up. You've got something green during the during the winter time. You start mowing it when you mow the Bermuda. It dies off in June, early July. Right. And it's and it's actually giving a little bit of organic com- organic matter back to the soil as it dies oh, off. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Burke Brothers Hardware is located five two two seven. Yes. Hillsborough Street. I want people to write that down yeah. five two two seven Hillsborough yeah. Street because you may have to Google search because there's a little bit of road construction near you. 
Yeah, between us and the Beltline, there is no Blue Ridge Road. I mean, Hillsborough Street. It's torn up right now. So the easiest way to get to us off the Beltline is if you come down Western Boulevard and turn right onto Powell. Because we're on the corner of Powell and Hillsborough Street. It's easy to get there. We're, yeah. My wife and I go there every few weekends, and it's 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 easy to find it. No, you did. And, and Google search knows about the construction. It does. And routes you around it. It does. So, Thank you, Google. Yeah. <laughs> no, the least. I, I was I was amazed because it was taking me nowhere. I was, yeah. you know, we came from one direction and not our common direction. Yeah. And we're like, why are we in this neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Why are we, why are we among houses? Yeah, if you come in off, uh, if you're coming from like off, if you're on Blue Ridge Road, if you just turn on to Trinity, yeah, in between the stadium and the fairgrounds, and yep. then just past the fairgrounds, you turn left on Youth Center. It dumps you out almost right in front of our business. All right. So the uh, and, and during events at the uh, uh, fairgrounds, are you still blocking off part of your? We the parking lot is permanently blocked off now. Permanently it's not just blocked. during events. Yes. Okay. Permanently yeah, blocked because off. people people almost took off the front end of my son's car about a month ago, and so that was kind of the last straw. And yeah, that so, was nice of them. All right. Um, because they pull in Powell, and they're not even looking. They're looking at the stoplight ahead of them. All right. Thank you very much. That's making your home great. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF.